Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen as some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Welcome to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident master of Zoysian Cusick. Join my good friend, as always, the New Yorker that's not currently in New York. He's actually in Ohio for some reason. Uh, Bryce Olds. I was paid. All right. You, yeah. you could take that as a joke, but it is actually technically true. In a way, yeah. He did He did sort of get money to uh, inhabit Ohio for a while. Well, we also have uh, my back up here as well because they, they thought they were going to hold me down. Yeah, we have a, a returning guest to the show for the first time in, it's been about a year actually, right? I think, uh, well, you know, I, I well, don't remember. It, it was, it's been a while, but uh, welcome back to my good friend Joseph LaMonica, the only IRL we've had on the, uh, not the only IRL actually, we've had one of Bryce's IRLs on, but uh, Lammy, welcome back, man. Uh, thank you guys, it's great to be back. I know uh, last episode I was on, I think went double platinum, was it a couple minutes? <laughs> so, um, hoping to have some same success, so. Definitely our best performing episode. <laughs> Yep, let's get to it. All right, so uh, <laughs> that's how you go double platinum. <laughs> hey, what's up, you guys? <laughs> Before we get into this, this episode sponsored by no, we're not going to say it because we're not actually sponsored by anybody. <laughs> we're definitely not sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. I but, wish, uh, honestly. Honestly, at this point, we we'd have a lot of fun with that. Dude, we would actually. <laughs> I'm actually, I've never played Raid, but. Oh, I've never played it either. I just see that every fucking YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, I don't know. Some people they they actually they're at least paid enough to act like they enjoy it. So hey, they got money for days, bro. I, I would pretend that I have a hundred hours played on that game if they paid me to say it. I they might need you to say you have more. I mean, I see some of these guys. They get they're going on like you know four hundred hours or something like that. <laughs> Baby shit. And it's like. <laughs> All right, well, we got some NBA to talk about because uh, NBA playoffs are starting this week, which uh, that's pretty exciting. Yes. And, uh, you know, Bryce, I'm, I'm going to let you dictate this since you kind of have a better idea of what you want to do with this, I think. <laughs> I mean, you guessed wrong, but I'll do it anyway. Um, the regular season has pretty much come to a close. We know who's playing in the playoffs, and we know who's playing in the playoff game or the plan game. The Blazers and the, the Grizzlies, and I feel so bad for the Suns. Oh yeah, dude, I was really I, you know, yeah. So Devin Booker and his, his bubble run, and, and obviously Damian Lillard too. But to focus on Booker for now, in uh, the Suns in general, they were playing like the old uh, like mid two thousand Steve Nash type of running on Amari. They were coming down and, and buying buckets. It felt like, and, and Devin Booker himself was just you know a man on a mission. So it, it really is sad they couldn't make it, but it is what it is. Yeah, it's unfortunate because, you know, a team to go 8-0 down the stretch in, like, this little, uh, I guess just to end the regular season and, like, they pretty much just needed one thing to go their way and then they barely miss out on it. That's got to be really heartbreaking. And the Suns, they were a fun team to, uh, you know, watch play, watch play. And I I know the timeline was pretty split on whether or not they wanted to go. Half my timeline wanted them to win, half them didn't. 
I thought it was fun. I wish. Dude, eight and zero in the bubble is insane, and they still didn't make the play-in game. Yeah, and it's not like they even beat like. I mean, should they beat everyone they had to play? Yeah, I mean, can't do better than that. Well, yeah, but I mean, like they they didn't just beat a bunch of pushover teams. They beat like actual playoff teams, which. Yeah, they did beat everybody, but like the quality of competition was pretty yeah. good. And that roster is still in, in, so insanely young. I mean, I can't give you an age off the top of my head of the average age, but you I mean you pick the good. You look at Aiton, you look at Booker, uh, just um, crap. I'm I'm drawing a blank here, but that that whole team is just got to be under the age of 26 on average. So their future is is bright for them. Hey Amen. Yeah, Monty Williams is also a very good coach. Yeah. They're in good hands. You fucking asshole. Great oh, future for the Suns. <laughs> oh my god. I just realized what I did. I that I swear, most of the times when I make puns in this show, it's unintentional. I, don't yeah, I just got the pun, I'm late. Unless it's to get something else. <laughs> I usually do it intentionally. I, I know that's that sounds good. Sounds no, nothing has ever been scripted on this show except the ad read. <laughs> Look. I'm. I don't care. Which was painfully scripted, and we probably should. Oh, make speaking it of the sounds briefly, what what's your guys' opinions on uh, on Draymond being fined fifty grand for? Uh, that was funny. Though. It was simply. Worth it. it was just hilarious in my eyes because I guess I see in a way how that could be considered tampering, but it. Oh, God damn! Just throw fifty grand at that man like it's nothing. Draymond yeah, doesn't it's, care. It's not something he's gonna lose any sleep over. Spend fifty grand on that. I mean, it, it's it's funny yeah. for us. Draymond it's funny. Just straight up said, "Get that man out of <laughs> get that man out of Phoenix." He really did say, "Get that man out of Phoenix," bro. Like, <laughs> and I'll talk to that. I mean, it's it's you never know though. I mean, again, a hypothetical, hypothetical. But you put Devin Booker on a team with, God forbid, you know. I don't even know where could where would Devin Booker be a, just to drop in and, and win a championship type of fit. Like, what team needs a shooting guard to kind of put them over the edge? <sighs> Fucking anybody could take yeah. those services right now, and they're probably going to win a championship. Yeah, now. probably. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm just trying. Uh, yeah, he he definitely any team would be happy to have him. Yeah, my God, imagine him on like the freaking. I don't even want to say the Lakers, but for some reason that just was popping in my head. That would be disgusting, actually. <laughs> oh God, if LeBron would be. Playing until he's 45, so you can just give the ball to Booker and watch him score 30. I mean, shit, man. You know how AD's been playing, he might do that anyway. Honestly, I mean, I, my, my bold prediction, he plays until uh, he gets one season with Bronny. Yeah, it's probably, yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, if you... It probably it depends. I how think by then, again, you never know, but I think they'll cut the age back down to 18 by then. Um, but, yeah, I think, what? Three, four, five years at least. Three or four years. Well, if they cut it back down to eighteen, he's not going to fucking college. He's just going no. straight to the league. Yeah, he's going go straight guess... to the league. So that'll you know make it easier on LeBron to play. I, I think LeBron wants to play one year with his kid. I don't. I don't know if the contract lines up to an extent where it's the year Bronny gets drafted that LeBron's contract is up. But that's something that you could watch for in, in the future. Is hey. I think if it's if it's oh, three yeah. years so from if... now, I think Bron. Because he signed a four-year deal, I think. 
So I think, yeah, I I think know. just take a one year deal, wait to see where your kid gets drafted, and then go that's there. What, yeah, that's what I want to do. Imagine like the whatever it is, the, the Knicks, the Hornets, the some bad team, whatever oh, it is. That's they, not a they, bad deal. They either. pick him up, and now you got even if it's a thirty nine year old LeBron, he's still going to be a quality player, if not a top twenty player in the league at that age. And they obviously have his son, which will just instantly sell out every crowd you've ever seen and have massive potential for upside in terms of that game. Exactly. No, I don't know about it's, that. It's going to be like the modern-day Ken Griffin. Oh, I, I, but at the rate Bron's playing terrifying. right now, I mean, at, at 39, it's hard to think he wouldn't still be getting at least 20 and 5. I don't know. I've never seen someone this age play like Bron is right now. Not in this sport. If we want to talk uh, football, maybe, but... <laughs> that man with uh, more rings than fingers on yeah, him. I mean, uh, different conversation. <laughs> yeah, stay focused there. Sorry. Mm. We'll we'll get to football a little later. But, uh, All right. What yeah. about so? How do y'all think the playoffs going to go? We can predict the whole playoffs right now if we want. Uh, do we have all the? I think we said all that already. Are they all completely? Well, set? no, we didn't. No, we didn't. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Um, uh, I think it's generally all play in game. Of uh, course, just yeah. Obviously, the play in game. I think it it comes down to the playing oh, yeah. game. So, and then decided, no matter what the Lakers take in that series, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I think especially if the Blazers take that game, which I do think the Blazers will take that game. Uh, I think the Blazers can maybe drag it out to five or six, which drag out to five really isn't dragging it out. But you know, they'll make it a series. They'll make it interesting. But the Lakers are going to run through that team, whether it's the Grizzlies or the Blazers. I think, well... I do, I do agree. I think the Lakers are going to win whoever they play or win against whoever they play, but I do agree as well. I think the Blazers are going to win. Um, but after that, man, I mean, you got the Clippers and Mavericks. Um, that's going to be interesting. I got the Clippers, of course, but it's going to be a, a good series. I can't believe the Mavericks fell all the way down. Yeah, that's tough. The Mavericks were one of my, um, I don't want to say sleeper picks to win the finals or even make the finals, but they're just a team that, obviously, with Luka, you never know. If, if Luka goes off for 40, 20, and 20 one night, you, you know, they could easily take down anyone. But, yeah, I guess the Clippers in that first round, that's, that, that's a tough matchup right there, especially with Kawhi, Paul George, and Beverly constantly rotating off Doncic. Uh, and then you got the Nuggets and the Jazz. I got the Nuggets for sure. Yeah, I got the Nuggets in that too. Um, I'm a huge Bull Bull fan. I know he doesn't really have the hugest impact on that team as a whole, but going forward, I think Bull Bull, Michael Porter Jr., and, and Jokic, and, and Jamal Murray, and that team has so much talent. My God, they're they're just in terms of depth, they're they're the epitome of depth in my opinion. They can just go twelve men twelve men deep if they have to. Um, yeah, I got, I got the Nuggets in that series, too, because of the, the depth they have. And then you got the most ironic series of all time, the Thunder and the Rockets. Oh, that is a good one. <laughs> Something in my heart wants to say the Thunder win this series. Well, the thing in your heart is Westbrook's uh, injury. Oh, you're that That's a very big thing. Um <laughs> I agree. If Westbrook doesn't play in this series at all, I have the Thunder. Yeah, and 
you know Chris Paul is gonna whether he's professional about it or not, which he's always professional, but he, he he's gonna want his revenge in the back of his mind. You know, they 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 cast him off. He wasn't worth anything to them in in, in his head. So he's coming for revenge. Chris Paul has been. I don't want to say MVP worthy this season, but what he's done has been nothing short of phenomenal. I mean, I, I remember in the offseason when the Thunder team was being assembled and everyone was just saying, oh, you know, they're just getting picks and maybe Chris Paul will even be traded and they're just setting up for the future, yada, yada. And what do they have, a 0.2% chance of making the playoffs and, and now they're a mid-seed? So it's hats off to Chris Paul at this age, 40. I did not think the Thunder were going to be good at all this year. I'm not even lying. I thought they'd be top three pick type of value. Yeah. And I, I did thought, too. It's what's scary is they still have all of these draft picks they acquired, because they essentially, on paper, it looked like they were tanking. But shit, guess not. <laughs> yeah. What do we have for matchups? Uh, that's it for the West. But for the East, we have the Bucks and the Magic. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Magic four game sweep. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, yo, that was fags, no. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> Raptors and Nets. <laughs> yeah, KD and Kyrie come back. The Nets are actually good in the bubble, and they still are, but I, they're not being the fucking Raptors. No, I could see him snagging a game. Maybe Karis LeVert goes off for 40, 45, mm. but it's, that's about it. Maybe a game. So we got the Celtics and Sixers, big matchup. But obviously, with uh, is is Ben Simmons supposed to play in this series? Or no, no, he's not, not at all. Okay, so either way, I was going to have Celtics in this series, but I, I was going to have them in seven with Ben Simmons. But I actually crazy. disagree. Yeah, if that's... Ben Simmons was playing, I think they would have got your ass. But it's definitely don't get me wrong. I was going to have the Celtics in seven in a close game, and so I definitely see the possibility of that series going either way. But I mean, you look at the the Sixers recently have been pretty shitty in the bubble. Um, I, I forget yeah. their record, but not good in the bubble. Celtics have been definitely better than the Sixers. What were they, 5-3 and three in the bubble for 500? So they were, you know, I, I think they're set, especially with the Ben Simmons, the Sixers team. Yeah, I don't know. A, a healthy Sixers lineup usually matches up pretty well against the Celtics. The Celtics, on the other hand, don't really match up all that well against the Sixers, but... It's always a weird. Oh, when yeah. I, it's weird whenever we play the Sixers. Hope they rain confetti again for a two-point shot when they think it's a three. <laughs> it's <so> weird. <laughs> yeah, how that playoffs end? That was fun. I enjoyed that. Right, right. Uh, I enjoyed up until like that next series. Yeah. Like, after game oh, one, and where Paul Pierce kind of cursed us. Um, it was fun up until that point. I love Paul Pierce, don't get me wrong, um, but I feel like saying it's over after game one is, it, it's, we want Boston levels of, uh... Yeah, I, I, I know what you're I saying, it's, it's, you Paul Pierce has a lot of hot takes, I guess that's we'll the right word. leave it at that. <laughs> I mean, it's a bad shot. Yeah. <laughs> that was the <laughs> Um, is that, did we name all the series? Sorry, are we, are we forgetting one? No, He is gonna. Uh, this damn near impossible. That's gonna be fun to pick. To be honest, I think I'm gonna go with Heat. Uh, I think I want to take Miami too. Whew. 
Probably. Probably my <laughs> I was going to say they're on fire, but I didn't want to make a second accidental pun in fucking 15 minutes. So the Heat have... I, then I was going to say that they're hot. I'm, I am I hate myself. The Heat, the heat have been very good at basketball. The Heat have been good at basketball. In the bubble. In the bubble. Uh, yeah, the Heat do scare me. Something about Jimmy Butler's mentality is just frightening. Um, and like, <laughs> just see what he was saying about uh, the whole Chris Paul, uh, if you even want to call that beef or whatever it is, or just flat out saying like, I, I don't need friends in this bubble. Almost as if he's in like a world to his own, like he is not currently in Disney World. Um, <laughs> he's like in this bubble. It's just I don't mean exaggerating here, but you know, in this bubble, there's no friendship. This bubble is basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you know, most yeah, players are having fun. Like, you know, like, like Jalen Brown posts like on Twitter, like you know, oh, I've seen Donovan Mitchell three times today. It hasn't even been you know a couple of whatever it is. Like no, they're all messing around. I just feel like Jimmy Butler's just hibernating. He's just in a in a, in a chamber. No, he, he's he's like yeah. Yep. It's like you know one of those yep. movies where like, he's probably at the gym twelve hours like, a day. That's all he does when he's not playing. When he's not he's sleeping, he's meditating in his room, mentally training. With like, <laughs> yeah, that should be a good series, though. I, I agree, but I, I think the Heat take that yes. in a close one. That's definitely gonna be probably six or seven games at yeah. least. Can't go more than seven. Yeah, it might go eight or nine. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be at least it's gonna be at least seven games. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't complain if it, if it, if this yeah, is if good. It's, if like it's four four, do we put the Suns in the playoffs at that point, or like what happens? I don't, I don't know how the <laughs> series would really work, but yeah, you know what? The Suns, Suns probably play, go. Let's have the Suns play. Probably, the Suns probably go five hundred minimum. Twenty twenty makes no sense anymore. The Suns would probably be like the four seed in the East, like. Yeah. The Suns would literally be in the playoffs if they're in the East. Yeah, that's true. They they got they won like thirty five or thirty six games, thirty four games, whatever. What they definitely they won thirty four, but the Magic won thirty. Jesus, I didn't, even, I didn't even realize the Magic record was that bad to be the uh, the AC. That's pathetic. There was there was a time where the where the Wizards who were in the bubble were lower on the seating than the Hornets who were not in the bubble. That is. Wow! Imagine if they flew out the Hornets last minute and they were like, "All right, just come back." <laughs> I'm not even come back. Well, no, they were officially eliminated. I know they were, they were officially eliminated, but that'd just be a, a sketch almost <laughs> to just constantly rotate the teams based on the standings. <laughs> that's that's kind of what they're doing in um, hockey for the playoffs. I mean, they're not they're not rotating like you know what teams are in and out, but they're like reshooting yeah. the entire playoffs based off of the seating. What other? Uh, it's kind of weird. I think the NBA stories. I mean, I don't really know if there is one or any more. Um, yeah, really. Really, just looking for a Dame to. I, I can't. Really my God, that man might break Jordan's playoff scoring record right now. And if Dame, yeah, Dame has been unbelievable, man. Him and Booker have been oh, yeah. unreal. Just, just and even in that last game, like he, he you know, only you know, quotations around only had forty one, but it was still forty one and twelve, and he only missed like seven shots or eight shots or something. And like, like the dude is just zoned in right now, no emotion, type of Kawhi seriousness, like. Oh, it's, it's well, he's doing something special right now. Like his run, whatever you want to call it, right now is we'll be talking about that years from now as you know something we remember, almost like a Linsanity type thing. 
That that I mean, Dame just propelled the Blazers into that bubble, man, or into the playoffs. Yeah, it's and and they. I mean, we kind of briefly touched about it. We think the Lakers are going to win, but they they match up better than any other. You know, they're a very good eight seed. To, to put it, you know, you still have Whiteside. You have you have Nurkic, who I think is is, is, is great to have him back because he wasn't there for I believe all of this season, if not the, uh, the vast majority of it. Uh, obviously, McCollum can get you twenty any night, twenty five any night. So, uh, yeah. Now they have Mizir, um Mizir Little too, right? If I not, my own. Yeah. So yeah, so they. I, I like Mizir Little personally. I still think he has a lot of potential for the future. He won't be too impactful on this series directly, but or if, well, this game and then uh, the upcoming series directly. But yeah, I am looking forward to watching Dan Little and, and John Morant just duke it out, and you know. A mini playoff series that'll be fun. Yeah, that I mean, it, it's only going to be one or two games, but it, it, will, it will be fun because John Moran has been good too. I mean, he's, he's I'm a huge Zion fan, but John Moran's definitely getting Rookie of the Year. Yeah, just honestly because he played more games, I think Zion's stats were a little better. But John Moran, my God, I mean that. He's already a, a star in the league, whether you want to, you know, give him the actual label or not. The, the potential is clearly there, and the efficiency too is like he's. Because that Grizzlies team, I mean, yeah, they have Jaron Jackson and Valanciunas, yeah, but really on paper, they're not anything special. And I, I know they, you know, the thirty-four and thirty-nine record isn't isn't the greatest, but that they're led by a, a rookie, a rookie nonetheless. That's yeah. So I'm going off on a tangent there, but yeah, it's very impressive John Moran overall. No, he's been amazing. Like, yeah. Uh, oh, in so my opinion, yes. That, because that yeah, also minutes and touches would go up immensely. Um, well, even not even that, man. Like the media was just the media was foaming at the mouth oh, to get oh, him. Yeah, get the media too. Uh, yeah. And if he played a full year, I mean, I don't know if he would have outshined John Morant, but I mean, he's Zion, and you know how the media is. I, I do think the media definitely, um, they've found their new LeBron in terms of just fanboyism for Zion, because, um, you know, LeBron has to leave eventually. Uh, and, and there is a crap ton of hype around Zion, but I, I do genuinely, if you looked at his play, I mean, the dude shot above, I believe, above 40% from the three-point line, and, and it wasn't like it was just in four or five games. I mean, he had, it's hard to say a significant amount of games played, but it, it was still a good chunk, um, obviously, in, in terms of brute force. He, you can't body that man, no matter who you are. So I, I think if he's playing, you know, thirty to thirty-six minutes a game, whatever it is, you know, in a healthy full season, you, you're looking at a possible, you know, I don't want to predict the stat line, but you know, a twenty-six and eleven and five type of guy, in my opinion. I mean, he wants to get in even better shape as well. Yeah. So I, I, just, I think Zion is going, and John Moran too. That's not to discredit John Moran in any way. John Moran. No. Three years from now, could easily be the best point guard in the league. Um, but that's not to say Zion Williamson three years from now might not be the best player. I mean, Giannis is obviously still going to be a factor. You still have Kawhi Leonard, KD, LeBron. But in terms of pure potential, it's it's there for Zion and John Moran. Yes, John Morant definitely is. Um, he's going to be special. So no, definitely no discredit to Jaw. Um, but if Zion did play the whole year, I do think he would have got Rookie of the Year. 
What do you think about that? You think he would have got Ian or? Uh, honestly, I think if he had any sort of production, I think he would. Obviously, it's hard to tell because of the injury this year. But like, I think if he had any sort of production, I think he he might not have been necessarily deserving it based on his production. But I think because yeah. you know he's the big name. Number yeah, one like I said, the, the media's real thing, but I, I do think he could be deserving of it with more minutes. And again, all hypotheticals, you'll never know. Sense. But his, his his numbers this year weren't bad. All right, so I think that'll do it for uh, basketball. Not really that much else to talk about. Uh, we didn't really do a full-on uh, playoff preview. Well, I guess we kind of did with that, and then we kind of we didn't last year. We did like a whole pick'em and everything. I don't think we're doing that this year. But um, yeah, we got some football to talk about, and not that there's anything huge going on in football right now, but there were a couple of big uh, extensions by a couple of really big guys. So let's uh, let's start with George Kittle, I guess, because that's the the bigger contract, I guess. So he signed a uh, five-year, $75 million extension with the 49ers. Yeah. I like I like it. You know, he's the best tight end in football. I think that's a really, uh, a really good contract. It's a little pricey, but, I mean, when it's a talent like George Kittle, you got to sign him. He's worth yeah, it. Yeah, I mean... Sorry, sorry. You can cut that. Uh, no, nothing really. Just I, I agree with you there that he's totally worth it. I mean, it, side tangent, real quick. I personally picked Kittle over Kelsey in fantasy football. So, like, so I, I've always believed Kittle, at least the past uh, year or two, is the best tight end in football. Uh, obviously, with Gronk retiring and not even being himself in that last season, he was here. Um, yeah, he's like I said, he's he's worth it. He's the complete package. He can block. He can catch the ball like no other tight end besides you know Kelsey and Kittle or similar players in a sense of their, their dominance, but. Yeah, like you said, need worth every dollar. I would say Kittle and Kelsey were both worth their deals to the last cent, man. You had to pay talent like that. So, um, not to take the attention away from them, but uh, Zach Ertz is probably going to be wanting a new contract soon now that we think about that. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's mm-hmm. up there. And I know he kind of considers himself in that same... Um, that tier as the George Kittle. It really is George Kittle and Kelsey in their own tier almost. And then I would say Zach Gertz, and I guess you throw in Gronk, but you don't know what you're getting from Gronk. Not Gronk. You don't, you don't know what – if Gronk has a miracle year and the, the CBD training and all that helped him, and now he's – you never know. Gronk is going to be a top 10 tight end. So it's going to be hard to see him not being a top 10. But, but he's definitely, I don't think he's a top three tight end on the roster. Really? No, that's well, definitely I mean, not true. He's probably that's, third. That's though. a little much. Oh, I, I would I would argue, I mean, again, that's a different tangent. I would argue Gronk, and again, yes, I am a Patriots fan, so get that out there, but I would argue Gronk is still a top 10, if top 5 tight end, but the only thing is we're not going to know until we see him on the field. It's, yeah, that's the big thing. Like, he hasn't played in a year, but, like, and that could either mean that he's out of shape or that he – I don't think he's out of shape because I think he lost a good amount of weight. I think what it, did, I think what it does mean is that he's at least rested. Uh, he's – probably not banged up i would hope he's not that banged up anymore yeah but i think that that does mean that i don't think he's going to be gronk but i think he'll at least be a tight end too i think he's better than oj howard and cameron he's not he's not 
It's not better than OJ Howard. That's oh. just that's disrespectful. I think I think I he's a lot better than that. And you got to factor in blocking too. OJ Howard won't block a goal. Gronk is arguably stop. probably still stop. the best blocking tight end. Even if stop it. Even if stop. even if you take twenty. Yeah. Please. OJ Howard's a blocking tight end. I don't think Gronk's no. gonna. No, be... I don't think that. No, I'm just saying blocking is half of what tight ends do, especially in again New England is in Tampa Bay, but in that New England, just watch Kelsey get like fifty million dollars. I don't think I've ever seen him block a player in his life. Different offense. They don't ask. They no. That's a very that's a very different offense. George George Kittle got a massive contract, and he's arguably the best blocking tight end. He is right. Yeah, he is. Yes, the best blocking tight end in football. I think he will continue to be just because I don't think Gronk. With all the weight that Gronk lost, I don't think he's going to be as effective of a blocker. I think they're going to use him I agree, yeah. Like, uh, but I still think Gronk was such a – Gronk was basically an extended right tackle. You know, it, not his last season, no. But in terms of he's arguably the best blocking tight end of all time that can also catch the ball, not someone who's 305 pounds and just out there to block. Um, but, yeah, Kittle reminds me a lot of, uh, of Gronk. Like I said, I, I personally think – we go back and forth on this. I personally think Gronk is still a top 10, if not a, a top 5 tight end. We just have to see it and, and you know what? Maybe I'm wrong, and maybe he's, like you said, the third best tight end in the roster. That's a possibility, too. I mean, O.J. Howard is really good, and, and so is Cameron Brate's an average tight end. I mean, he does what he needed to do. He doesn't really do anything spectacular, but he doesn't do anything bad either. So, I don't even know where this came from with like Gronk. We talking about kiddling. Yeah. Like, I don't even know where you're coming I, I think I was, just, I, I was just talking about some other tight end. I, I was talking about Zach Ertz, how I'm pretty sure he's um, – He's going to be wanting a contract soon. I know he was um, not making a, a fit on Twitter or anything, but uh, when Madden released their ratings, um, he kind of quoted it. Their, their tight end ratings, he quoted it and said "LOL" because I think they had um, they had him fourth, I think, behind Kittle, Kelsey, and Gronk. Which, I mean, besides Gronk, you know, I would, yeah, Gronk shouldn't be, but you Gronk know, should not be, be yes, but Kittle. I think, Mark Andrew, I think Mark Andrews should be ahead of him. I would put yes, I, I yeah, I would put Mark. Mark Andrews above Ertz. I do think I think I think uh, Andrews is the third best tight end in football. Oh my god! What? What is <laughs> happening in front of my face right now? Come I don't on, look. It, there's really four premier tight ends in football, and I think Ertz is the fourth best out of them. But he's talking about really tight ends and bring up Mark Andrews. Yes, Mark Andrews is oh, really Mark good. Mark Andrews is a very good tight end. He had a really good season. Yes, right? he's I don't good. Know. But... He, I think Ertz he's better than Ertz. Is, he's not. It, it might not be that much better than Ertz, but I think he is better. I'm definitely taking Ertz. I don't know if I say he's better than Ertz, but I, I, I do see – correct me if I'm wrong. I believe Mark Andrews is, is not significantly younger, but a couple years younger too. So he's on, Yeah, he's in like his third year. Yeah, so I mean I, I, I do think Mark Andrews probably will be better uh, within a year or two at minimum. Um, and – uh, especially in that in that Lamar Jackson offense, where really they don't really have a receiver besides Hollywood Brown. So Mark Andrews, and again, they don't really throw the ball an insane amount. I mean, they still got. Do they still? Have, um, do, do they still have Crabtree, or is he long gone? I think he's long gone. I could be wrong, but it's really Hollywood Brown is the only target in that team. I mean, they have God, who, who even is the Ravens? I don't even. You know, slept on tight end actually. That Oakland kid Waller. Oh, yes. Waller's really good. Oh, yes. Hey, Dad, speaking of that, he's a Madden guy. I always pick up when I play. He's, he's very... Uh, I like Waller. Oh. But, um... The Cowboys also need a move as well. Yes, Everson Griffin. Oh. Yeah, man. 2015, this team is terrifying, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, I still think Everson Griffin still has some left in the tank, though. Is he going to be a, 
a double digit sack guy? Probably not. No, um, not in that defensive line. No, too no, good, I no. I oh yeah, but is he someone who's going to get six or seven sacks and pressure the quarterback a couple times a game? I think yes. I still think he's a quality. I mean, I, I don't know how he is in the locker room, but I, I still think he's a, a quality veteran to have on your team. Um, and he said he's not not a scrub. I mean, the, the guy is still playing at a high level. He's just, you know, not necessarily a pro bowler. Yeah, and you can never have too many edge rushers. So, like, you need someone who can rush the, rush the passer like Griffin can. I think this is a really nice pickup for Dallas. On a team that already is good at rushing the passer, this just adds yeah, to that just, core, which I really like. Yeah, solidify the core. You know, obviously have insurance in cases injuries to one of your other edge rushers because, like you said, they have a, a plentiful amount. Yeah, like I agree. I think it's a good pickup. So, how do you think the Cowboys are going to do this year? Then probably win. Probably win one playoff game. <laughs> They'll probably just find a way to lose in the wild. They'll probably end up as the third seed. You know, eleven and five, twelve and four. Just, just typical Cowboys season. Um, they'll have all the potential in the world, uh, and then they'll lose in the wild card round. That's just sounds yeah. about right. Probably, probably to Aaron Rodgers too. I'm noticing a thing or for some, I don't know why. For some reason, I feel like Kyler Murray is going to knock them out of the playoffs. I don't know why. That just popped up in my head. I feel like they're going to get the new the seventh seed in the playoffs because that, that that's that's a real thing this year, now, right? Okay, so they get yeah the, yeah they are doing that this year. So they get the two seed just for Kyler Murray. Yeah, yeah I don't know why that that just seed. just now just popped in my head, but I can visibly see that happening. DeAndre Hopkins goes off for 247 yeah. yards and three touchdowns. Uh, yeah, you know that is kind of screaming Cowboys for me. I can yeah. see that. No. Which is something they, they they go to punt the ball and they just miss or something like just something happens like <laughs> the puncher just like completely misses it like, yeah it, it just goes backwards and, just... and then when his leg is coming back down he kicks it out the back of the end zone for a safety from thirty yards away <laughs> that would be impressive <laughs> and then somehow Tony Rumble fumbles another snap oh come on <laughs> oh, we gotta bring Tony man's been retired man's been retired for three years get that man back in the booth. No, get Jason Witten off the field, bro, please, for the love of God. Would you rather have Jason Witten on the field or in the field? <sighs> neither enough. Well, here's the thing, right? No, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. If Jason Witten's in the booth, I can just mute the game. <laughs> I don't like muting no, the game. No, no, listen. After watching Monday Night Football so long, you get used to it. Um, just put Pat McAfee on that. <laughs> If, but here's the thing, right? he's, he's, he's too good. He'd be too. This is my point, though. If Jason Witten is in the booth, you can mute the game. But if Jason Witten's on the field and he catches a pass, you can't just like you can't just go blind. I mean, you could just choose. To not I could just choose to close my eyes when Jason Witten catches a pass. How are we supposed to not watch the Raiders when they have league-leading rusher Marcus Mariota? <laughs> that was just an off-camera joke. That is a callback to a joke they won't understand. Uh, Marcus Mariota is going to lead the league in rushing. Uh, put all of your money on that, guys. Okay, you know, okay, Marty McFly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Yeah, we're going to get insider trading. It's not insider trading, though. We're not trading anything. We just have knowledge. I mean, it, it's... It's like insider trading because we're betting on something. It's its own futuristic type of. Uh, I, I get what you're yeah. saying. It's its own variation of it. It's like that's that's way too specific of a thing for you to predict to happen. Is is it like lottery fraud or gambling fraud? Is that a thing? I mean, you could 
rig games if you have someone on like you know obviously you're in the ref's pocket or in a player's pocket or something like of that nature but that's obviously different than just um no i don't know because they, they no one can really travel to the future yet so or that we know of at least uh so i don't think there's a law against it so the first time we'll probably get away with it but then we'll probably have to retire after that You know, ideally though, you I put down a ten dollar bet. I'm probably coming away with sixty trillion. I don't even know if they, they, they. That's not true at all, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Those would be some pretty. I'll pretty just say no. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, that was another tangent. <laughs> just who is your dream combo in the booth, though? <sighs> that's tough. I personally, I really do think Pat McAfee would be a good commentator. Oh, yeah, Pat McAfee's got to be in there, and he did. He did. Didn't count him as because he, he did do a game on bad. Fox I mean, time, but... probably McAfee well, and Tony Romo. Really I mean, Tony Romo was the obvious pick. But... Yeah, you have uh, McAfee do the play-by-play, and then uh, Romo do the play-by-play. Yeah, and then honestly, they could have a good chemistry too. Because not that Romo doesn't get excited about football, but you know, Pat McAfee's a different level. Absolutely terrible. I have better. I mean, you're right about Tony Romo, but I got something way better than that. I'm all ears. Gus Johnson and Tony Romo. Right. Do tell. That would be good. I, you know, Gus Johnson and Pat McAfee, they're kind of on the same, like, I, I kind of got them on, like, the same kind of, like, uh, level right now in terms of, like, how Gus Johnson's a funny guy. I'll give you that. You know, I, I think I'm thinking we're back. That guy's amazing. <sighs> yeah. Admittedly, I watch more Pat McAfee than I do uh, Gus Johnson. That's just more of a – I like to kind of have the the background noise more than uh, dedicated skits. That's more me. But, so. but yeah, admittedly, I can't uh, speak too much on Gus Johnson's material. I've only seen the, the, the uber-popular stuff that goes viral, viral. I mean, even that is – Good. Oh no, I he's, I have nothing wrong to say about him. I just personally haven't uh, dove too deep into his material to really. Uh, you, should, you should trust trust I, him. Hey, I'm on YouTube twenty four seven. I'll probably check him out later. <laughs> it sucks that I'm not going to be able to hear him like much at, if at all this year because of college foot. Like you know, Big Ten's not playing college football this year, so I'm not going to really be able to hear Gus Johnson unless like you know he does something on the NFL. Because they're not doing any college football, I don't know. I mean, I just want to hear Gus. It is at this point, which is sad. Didn't have to be like this. It is sad. Monday Night Football hasn't had a solid voice in a in a while. Actually, they still don't. Yeah, no, they they yeah, I agree. And to this day, they don't. But who? You have to go back to what Gruden, maybe to. In terms of a football Gruden's mind, right. um, I, mean, I, I think Gruden was good. Almost kind of like a... Actually, speaking of it, I was going to say Sean McVay. Didn't they offer Sean McVay a job uh, to be the one? Uh, they went after Jim Nance, actually. I don't think... I, I thought I saw... Yeah, they. I don't think I went after I heard. I, I, they could all just I be really here and say, I thought I heard them uh, maybe floated the idea of bringing him on Monday Night Football because um, I'm not saying he would ever do that, but if you look at that Rams team, it's not in the same position it was a couple years ago, obviously. Um, they're almost in a top. Yeah, they are basically in a rebuilding phase at this point. So, yeah. <laughs> Imagine your booth being in a rebuilding phase. <laughs> <laughs> the booth is in a. 
<laughs> that really is true too about the boats. <laughs> We're just testing out the uh, the high draft picks. Won't work. They're they they're just they're uh the booth. So they're, they're waiting for Brady to retire. Oh <laughs> they're gonna bring him in. No, no, I know, I know, I know. No, Brady's not gonna do it. I could see Peyton doing it. I don't think he would want to, but Peyton would be great at that. I, I don't. Peyton absolutely. They've no, you know what, you know what they, oh, yeah. they did. Uh, Look, Peyton, though, is Peyton is so Peyton, charismatic as like I, I mean, I, you, you guys know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's why I, that's why I like to see Peyton Manning doing. It. I don't. Think I still Brady's, think Brady's gonna, funny, but Peyton's not. Like, Peyton's a funny. He's just a. He's a funny dude. He's just, I mean, how it is. Peyton, I think Tony Romo is exactly what you want. He's got like he can talk and he has the knowledge. Some most. And he's funny. Well, too, most people you know, just have the knowledge. Yeah. yeah, that's my biggest issue with Monday Night Football, or just you know commentary as a whole is. I want to have someone. I'm not saying they have to directly have an NFL player, but it'd be nice to see someone in there who has some, you know, emotional <laughs> ties, or they get happy when they, you know, they have some compassion for the game. You know, at they least get excited with a big player. You know, like you know. at least get Booger out of there, man. Yeah, that definitely. Yeah, Booger got mean out of that. <laughs> that booth. When you throw the football at a player, he's supposed to catch it. Rightfully so. Yeah. Like, I can't even. Oh, those memes kill me. I miss I miss John Gruden, bro. Oh God, actually, because he was hilarious in the booth, man. <laughs> that dude was mad funny in the booth. John Gruden's funny. I used to watch his um, QB camps or whatever the, the QB room or whatever it was called. You know, when he used to take the rookies in, um, and do it on NFL Network, and he kind of. Yeah, obviously that was more of a serious show. But every now and then, if the rookie would say something kind of off of it, he'd throw a shot at them with no problem. Take a little, you know. John Gruden's a funny guy, and obviously, uh, knowledgeable is all hell too. He's he's a knowledgeable guy. Honest to God, man, we we clowned, we clowned the the Raiders for Trinkle Mac, but uh, they won. Yeah, they another almost not not as successful as the Thunder, but another is you know no expectations to it. A half decent season with a very promising future. There are, but they don't they have. I mean, there's a couple pieces that need to yeah. fall into place. But I mean, like Josh Jacobs is looking really nice. You know, you, you got a really young. All you need is an edge rusher. If only they had one. Young talent on that team. You know what? Trade those two first round picks for Clomac. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they if they get all that though. If the, if they don't have a Mac. True. Now, granted, if they drafted Josh Allen at four instead of Cleveland Farrell, it's Very a different true. story. I'm thrown not even that bad. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, Josh Allen's better. Um, He is, yeah. I'm not going to argue that for sure. He definitely is. Agreed. But, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Overall, Monday Night Football, they're in every building phase for their, uh, their booth. How can you be rebuilding the booth? That's just so funny to me. <laughs> imagine if like a imagine if like a coaching staff was in every building phase. I mean, granted, those do really happen, but they just like bring in high school coaches for two seasons because they're just like, you know what? We're just gonna we're gonna test this out. Maybe it works. It's like they just start bringing in pop Warner defensive coaches. 
That'd be funny though. What do you? What do we do? Cover two. Just just cover two the whole game. I mean, don't doubt, <laughs> don't doubt the popcorn. I, I think Tom Brady's gonna pick that apart. No, no, just cover two. I won a Super Bowl ring last year in Disney World. <laughs> I, I took my popcorn team to states. I think I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Dude, I won the Super Bowl in the East Grinch Flag Football League in like 2016. I think I'm you know, talking I'm the about. It's just top Warner coach in Eastern Mass. It's like that really isn't impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. I love them coaches, bro. Those local coaches are the best. <laughs> I come from a football city, so you have so many of those. Yeah. Uh, speaking of football, this is a random list. Uh, no, no, not list. I wanted to say um, right up thought. You guys see the um, NFL's top one hundred? Do, do you agree with Lamar Jackson being number one? I'm just genuinely curious. No. I uh, I mean I understand the the logic behind it. I I don't I think it, it, it sounded between him and Mahomes and like. You know, one one won the Super Bowl MVP, one won the regular season MVP. It, it's hard to really pick between the two. Mm-hmm. It's really one A and one. Yeah, I, I see it in a similar sense uh, how you just explained it. Because, I mean, in in terms of being a foot, if, you know, if you just break it down super simply, you know, the best athlete, the best player on that football field, the best football player. Yes, I would say it's Lamar Jackson, but obviously Pat Mahomes is. Not to discredit Lamar's arm, because Lamar's arm is very slept on. I mean, the, the dude led the league in passing touchdowns, had a very low interception ratio, high, high completion percentage, and obviously, arguably the best dual threat we've ever seen all the time. It's early, but you know, if he keeps up half his production, he'll be the best dual threat of all time. So, in terms of just scaring the other team, yeah, there's never really been someone like Lamar Jackson, but Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Whether that means he's the best, it's tough. So I, I agree with that 1A, 1B analogy. Um, I think I am gonna agree with it just because I think that is true, the yeah. fact that Mahomes missed like what five games this year, he missed a good amount of games this year. I think that's gonna be that's hard to really justify putting him at one. Although then again, he did win the Super Bowl MVP, so you could just go and argue that he still won the Super Bowl MVP and had a fantastic season despite missing a few games. Um, but like you said, he's. He's the best dual threat QB in the league. Might wind up being the best. Yeah, yeah that's the scariest part. And he's also a nightmare to prep for. Because Mahomes, yeah, he's the best quarterback in the league. But at least you know, like, yeah, he's had a couple good know, he's not nec- I mean, he can run. He does have like mobility. But he's not. He's not a running threat necessarily. Yeah, he's, he's not, not getting a hundred yard rushing like, game anytime soon. Know, However, he could definitely get you. Yeah. Like it's clockwork. Yeah, sorry, I cut you off there. Meanwhile, Lamar Jackson. No, I mean you. You're oh yeah, definitely. Lamar Jackson. I, I would not be surprised. One guy, of these days, that dude's gonna have a two hundred, two hundred game. It, it's bound to happen. And yeah, and it, I can see him having a two hundred, two hundred, two and two game. And it's just gonna be insane. I think yeah, because he put up I think like one hundred seventy something rushing yards with highest, one hundred fifty something. Or he was pretty close. And and really, you know, with his speed, one run can go for fifty yards at any time. So. Well, I mean, personally, Mahomes is one. I don't think that's even disputable. Like, 
after what he just did. What about what Lamar did, though? I mean, what, what Lamar did, though, we've never seen. That pure level of just... And I'm not disagreeing with you. I, 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 Mahomes is Mahomes. I mean, he's the, the golden child of the league for a reason. He deserves all the praise he's gotten. He's, he's come into the league and dominated like no one else in history. Um, but, I mean, Lamar's just a scary football player to game plan against. Like, like he was saying, because he still has an elite arm. His arm is incredibly accurate, incredibly powerful. He makes smart decisions. He just has a lot of that, you know, there's a lot of that internalized bias where, you know, it, people just see the super fast, hyper-athletic, kind of skinny, even though he's a lot stronger than he looks, quarterback, and you assume, you know, all right, he'll have a couple years of fun and then just fall off. But like I said, he's he's an amazing passer. I genuinely think if you take away Lamar Jackson's mobility, he's still a top-10 passer in the league. Yeah, I could I could agree with that. I mean, I didn't think I didn't think his arm talent was that good even going into this season, but like he definitely showed up and like proved that. Yeah, that's he he's gonna be like easily the best mobile. Yeah, I mean, led the league in touchdowns, a lot of passing yards, really high completion percentage, low interceptions. I mean, it's it's hard to like. What can you complain about there? (laughs) People find things, man. Yeah, never doubt NFL Twitter. They can uh, nitpick the tiniest <laughs> things. And then just say that's different. Themselves to prove a point. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, sports Twitter as a whole is just a talk. I, I try not to reply to anything on Twitter because there are some bold opinions out there that no matter what you say, due to mob mentality, they could be, the be saying Marcus Mariota is going to lead the league in rushing. And some idiot will say he's right. And then everyone thinks he's right. No one said that. <laughs> You're there. You know, I heard someone um, who has a Twitter account say that tonight. So, Did you actually? Uh, I didn't tweet it. No, of course I didn't tweet that, no. But I have a Twitter account, and I uh, sarcastically said it. So it, it's out there now. If LeVar Ball has any uh, any pixie dust, any magic in him, I, I just spoke into existence. <laughs> I don't. I don't think we, we, we've referenced Lavar Ball for a very long time. <laughs> wait till Lamelo gets drafted. He'll be back. Honestly, like he's been out of the news for a while now. But like, if IWH, was oh, I thought you guys were gonna just say you had him on here, and I was gonna be like, had to be why the bleep didn't you tell me? <laughs> no, we haven't been. We, no, no, no. Trust me. If we had if we had Levar Ball on, we'd be probably uh, ten million streams a week. Probably million. a different spot than where we are right now. But uh, no, actually, we weren't even. This show wasn't even like conceived. Yeah, no, I don't think I didn't even know each other three years ago. It was like twenty. Yeah, it was like April, May. No, we didn't know each other until like May of twenty eighteen. You know, it was literally May of 2018 because we met in a Discord Was it drive. the day you came in from college, came really? From college. It was because it was a Friday and I went, I dropped all my stuff off at my mom's house and then I went to my dad's house to spend the night and I remember at like 3 a.m. I was on my phone and it was like me, you, and a bunch of guys from Europe and we were all just talking. Before now we're telling the story, man. Well, this is the episode before the best of year two, right? 
That's right. Yes. Congratulations, guys. Yeah, go stream that for sure. Oh, that's so exciting. Thank you, thank you. I had a radio show at college for about a week and a half. <laughs> Seven Up Sports. You can still Google I mean, you can still search the Twitter account. It exists. I think it has one follower not, myself. When was this? Maybe, maybe KMAC. Seven Up. Yeah. We we did maybe two shows. Huh. It was a, honestly a similar setup to this. You know, just I follow KMAC sports too, so. show. Oh. Talking about, you know, it was a radio show, not a uh, podcast, but yeah. Lasted two weeks, I think. <laughs> There it is, 7 oh, nice. Sports, F2 two sport. followers. Uh, no, it's not KMAC, but it's uh, your girlfriend. I still have access to the radio room for my ID. <laughs> oh, God. So we got, we got to find a way to get my PA system on the Jeep in the radio room. Okay, I'm going way off on a tangent now. <laughs> uh, you're just referencing shit that, like, two people know. <laughs> I know, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that, okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, we're the only ones that sports. know anything about that. But uh... yeah, sports. Uh, we like sports, and we don't care who knows. <laughs> you know what? We are, we Sometimes are, you have to stand up for what you believe in, and I'm not afraid to That's say it. I like sports. Chance. So if Ellen wants to have me, I well, got canceled. Never mind. If uh, fuck. <laughs> nothing no. good. <laughs> I don't, I mean, that's yeah, probably too dark of a subject for this uh, type of podcast. It has a lot to do with, um, and again, like, it's hard to really put information on like anything, but a lot to do with the child trafficking from what I've heard. But I don't want to, nothing that's confirmed. None, again, none of that is, that is not, that is not me confirming anything. Oh, I, but okay, it, yeah, that's, that's bad. Yeah, but the fact that she's genuinely losing um, yeah. her show and then. No, 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 that's just the speculation, I understand. Something is not right there. Yeah. Yeah, there's. There, it sounds like there's some weight yeah, to that. For now. Yeah, that's about darker subject matter. Fuck. No, what? No. We're all. We're uh, all I actually canceled it. I okay. canceled the suiciding, so I'm not. I'm. I'm good. Huh? What? Yeah. What? <laughs> good job, team. Yes, you guys ever watch Future Rambo with the fucking good suicide boots? <laughs> We, we should just wrap this up if we gotta do it like this. <laughs> Sorry, I've no, never a... seen that now. <laughs> Not sports related. This is a sports show, by the way. Yeah, right. no, I apologize. Uh, I don't think we have anything else to talk about. Although, you know, I feel like I think I think last time last time Shit. we had Joseph on. I think that was when. Um, yeah, you guys had me on um, with, late uh, July. Peppers, I think so. I, I think I made some NBA predictions back then. For, um, God, actually, if you want to give me was, 10 seconds, I probably yeah. have them in my notes on my phone. Um, be, probably be, did. Um, oh, boy. All right, yeah, let's let's do this before we wrap it up, because I'm, I'm a little curious. I actually, I have, this isn't um, directly that, but I have an NBA rankings on my phone from around that time period. I want to hear my 1 to 30 rankings super quick from uh, last year at this time, what I thought the league would be looking like. So sure. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go super quick. So, one to thirty, I had Lakers, Clippers, Sixers, yes, Nuggets, Bucks, it. Jazz, Rockets, Warriors, Celtics, Trailblazers, Nets, Spurs, Pelicans, Pacers, Raptors, Heat, Magic, Kings, Mavericks, Pistons, Thunder, Bulls, Hawks, Timberwolves, Knicks, Suns, Cavs, Grizzlies, Wizards, Hornets. 
just an overall like power ranking type of thing. The Knicks are ranked. <laughs> I have them twenty fifth. I have All them right, above 20. the Suns. That well by one. Okay, well yeah. technically yes. Uh, I have the Thunder at twenty one, so you know that obviously goes <laughs> to show. And honestly, having the Thunder at twenty one is pretty high compared to where a lot of people have them. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I had them pretty low. I I I definitely. Did not say they were making the playoffs. No, yeah. I, not a, a top four seed. No. All right. Y'all want to finish yeah, this? Just, that's how 2020 works sometimes. 104. All right. Yeah, all right. Let's let's wrap it up now. So uh, thank well, you for listening to episode... Uh, Ian was actually right. It's 105. Thank you for listening to episode 104 of I'm here. You I didn't do that on purpose, I, actually. I'm not bullshit. I actually messed it up. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Uh, thank you for listening to episode 105 of I'm Walking Here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at Ian M. Cusick. That is spelled C U S I C K. You can follow Bryce on Twitter at It's Beeriz, I T S B R I Z Z. You can follow Joseph on Twitter at Joey Can Fly. Uh, he'll be in the title, um, obviously. Really, just uh, thank you for having uh, me on the show. I appreciate to, uh, it. Uh, and Marcus Mariota's leading the league in rushing. Time. 